Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome to the Creep Dive. I'm Cassie Delaney with a brand new Bob. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, it's very amazing. Bob's, Bob's in town. Mm-hmm. The 2024 hairstyle of the season. I'm a Bob influencer now. A Bob flincer. A Bob influencer. Yeah. I have to, it is true, though. No haircut has suited anyone more. Mm-hmm. How did you decide on doing the big chop? I was two Baileys in and I was been thinking about it for about two days. I've spent a lot of time on Pinterest and Stevens' day and the day after. And then I... Shit, DM'd. you were getting radicalized on Pinterest. Yeah. Who is still on Pinterest? People who love the French, like me. And <laughs> I messaged our hairdresser and I said, do you think I pull this off or they look like Lord Farquaad and she said I could definitely put it off and she said how soon do you want it I said no time like the present she's like I have a cancellation tomorrow quarter past ten do you want to come in went straight to bed set an alarm drove up from Wexford got the chop new hair yeah it was stunning and the timing of it also was brilliant because nobody was aware it's going to be lovely in the summer do well, you suffer badly with head sweats like myself no not oh, really well then it won't mean much to you to have less hair. How is the styling? It's actually fine. Yeah, it's grand. Like quick, like very quick. Has it taken much to achieve this today? This is just with it. This is I let it dry naturally with a bit of curl cream. Amazing. Yeah. 
It's got a lovely kink. Very, oh, very good. French. And are you having to blow dry your fringe? I do blow dry the fringe. Yeah. But welcome. Welcome. I am obviously a long time fringe yeah. haver and we are just so happy to have you in our community. Now, Thank you. This hair hair entry intro is timely. I knew it. She was setting herself up for a segue this whole time. Well, no. I'm going to shut you down because we have a birthday creep. Oh. We haven't had this person probably has hair. So you can use this as a segue when I am finished. Carry on. We're reading the lovely email from your brother. Uh, but what's your name? Hang on. Whose brother? So this is a birthday creep wishes. For someone who has not been named in the email. From their brother. Wait, yeah, wait a minute. Hang, hang, on. It, hang on. Check the the title of the email. I have to I have to be fucking this up somehow. So basically, I got a beautiful email eleven days ago. <laughs> I am on it, okay? We've had a, a break and we've just had the bars. It's very hard. Okay. So Hello, most esteemed and excellent creeps. Thank you. Excellent opening e opening to the email. Okay, so apologize for the quality of this email because I'm feeling somewhat unhinged Ooh. in a positive way, but still unhinged. Love it. Okay, they say, my dearest sister has turned 23. Oh my God, a young age. listener. Two days ago. The age of Taylor Swift. But... Okay, it'd be deeply appreciated if a birthday corner type belated birthday wish could occur on the pod Excellent. in honor of this sacred event. Well, it can. I swear to God. No mention of the name. Oh, and what's your sister's name? <laughs> what's the second name? I, can I say that? Yeah. Yeah. O'Connell? Someone O'Connell. Okay, if your name is something O'Connell, we wish you, dear something, the happiest of birthdays. I'm pretty sure Owen's going to write back and be like, it's there on the second line, you silly bitch. I can't see the name. Well, now, this, I'm, I'm allowing this return to birthday corner because it's weird. I, and, uh, we <laughs> have no name. Also, I know from this email that this is actually our third year wishing something a happy birthday. Oh. So we've been wishing her happy birthday since she was 20. Is there no mention of her name in the previous two emails? Um, Like if I scour... Scour our previous correspondence. Oh, be doing all that legwork. Okay, here we go. Twenty seconds of December, twenty twenty two. Special birthday corner submission. Right, let's hear it. Um, oh Karen. Karen. <laughs> all that for a Karen. Oh, oh that, is, that is so cute. Last year. It was like, it's my oh. sister Karen's 22nd birthday. Would you believe she's That's 23 adorable. this Look, we like the young listeners. Do bring them in. It was also, it was also Harry's birthday the other day. A long very, time creep. Very happy birthday to Aww, him. It's so goog to hear Harry doing well. <laughs> yeah. See what you did there. Uh, back into the creep dive, as is our way. Okay. Something's gotten loose in Wicklow. Pubic hair. Attached to a monkey. What? It's a fucking monkey. Has escaped. Oh no. Right. T headline. Escaped Wicklow monkey's owner pleads do not show shoot Charlie. And don't Charlie. show Charlie something. Well he don't is. Don't shoot Charlie. I mean is how many guns are there in Ireland? They're in Rathdrum and it is hunting season. So oh, there's loads dear. of and uh, it, there's an appeal. So there's a monkey sanctuary 
apparently in Rathrick Drum. Wow. I did not know that. Uh, Mr. by the name of Willie Heffernan owns it. And he's been very... He hasn't been doing great with keeping the animals in because one's <laughs> after getting out. Oh no, Willie. So Free Willie has been, it's a cap- capuchin monkey. You know them well. Little monkey's white face. Very good to the homeless. Cheeky. <laughs> yes, the capuchin. Yes, absolutely. So uh, Willie says, look, he's excited. He thinks Wicklow is full of young female monkeys. But he is concerned about hunters who may kill the monkey, um, mistaking him for some tree climbing badger. So uh, he has tr- either. They exist, stage, do they? No. Well, oh. I'd say badgers can get up a bit. <laughs> uh, but the, the hunters What's the would monkey's be. What's name again? Charlie. And like, so Charlie's under the impression that Wicklow's crawling with hot monkeys. Yeah. Who told him that? Uh, Willie just knows because he, uh, Charlie has his full testicles. Which is unusual for uh, a oh. monkey in a sanctuary. He probably should have been castrated, slashed. Uh, what's the slashed? The other ways of saying neutered. snipped, snipped, neutered. But he wasn't. So Willie said that at this point he could be dead just by way of the rain and cold, oh. or he's been done in by a dog, or he could oh. be hit by a car. On the off chance he's still alive, he could be surviving in the trees. Uh, Willie says he's very capable. But it's shooting season and he could become a target. Sorry, it's shooting season. Yeah, they do ducks, pheasants, all that carry on. Uh, so he's saying, uh, I appeal to the farmers, please check their outbuildings. This is probably where he will go to rest as long as there's no dogs there. Mr. Heffernan detailed how Charlie was extremely interested in female monkeys and that he's just out there looking for love. He's always just been with other monkeys. He's very wily. He wouldn't go into a trap. He will avoid people and try to sleep inside barns like Jesus. Is there room in the inn for Charlie or has there been? He's only two. Well, he was only two when he arrived at the sanctuary and normally they spray all the, spay all the males. But uh, Charlie slipped the knife. Shit. So there's a whole monkey island. That's the sanctuary there in Rathdrum. Just amazing, isn't it? Absolutely so fascinating. I did not think there was that many guns in Ireland or monkeys. Yeah. yeah so it's all an eye-opening thing. Oh, my God. Just speaking of, before we move on from Free Willy. Yeah. Um, Free Willy, of course. The 1993 seminal classic Free Willy. A heartwarming tale about one boy and his friend, Killer Whale. Never mm-hmm. fancied a boy more. Um, How many... Fucking focus groups, production meetings, marketing meetings. Did they all sit through and still decide Free Willy was a totally normal name for the movie? I agree. It's totally weird. It's why didn't they just call the killer whale like Derek, Free Derek, <laughs> like Free Charlie, like the monkey or something whale related. Just something that wasn't male genitalia. To them, to the Americans, it wouldn't. Do they not call them Willies? No. Do they not? No. They call Do them they not? Johnson's, Wangs, mm. Todger. No, that's, that's very English. British. Yeah. yeah. No, not Willie at all. Dick. They call Dick. them Dicks. Free Dick. Free Dick. Okay, so they don't even know the awful connotations. Because also the thing about Willie as a word for a penis mm. is that like Willies are always flaccid for starters. 
You'd True. never describe a hard dick as being a willy. True. And or also, I think that they're a bit like unwashed. Don't you think? Like willy suggests flaccid and unwashed to me. True. Not at all anything to do with an orca whale at all. <laughs> free William. Guess how many free willy movies there were in total. What? Only one? No, two. Only two. Four. They what? really fucking milked that willy. Did they not free him the first time and then he was gone? He Oh, but then he had an adventure home. I, oh. Yeah, free willy two, the adventure home. <laughs> free willy three, the rescue. So they could should, so, it to be rescued again. So he's he was, in and out, what is, like much like a willy. So he was supposed to be free, though. Yeah, hence the title, free willy, returning willy. Gone get, again. Get him out, get willy, free willy. Last one, escape from Pirates Cove. Escaping what? Willy. Yeah, Pirates Cove. Now the important thing is that Corey Blackman, the boy child that Jen has just announced she fancied. Only featured in the first two. Back then, I was a boy child myself. Yeah, it was a, it was a totally relaxed and normal absolutely fine Jesus. obsession. Poor old Corey. Um, creeps of the week coming in hard and fast. Are they? Well, the two hundred people who are going to be revealed in the Epstein documents. Of course, on your day now. It's out, Cass. Are they not out? They're supposed to be. We're supposed to start seeing stories about it today, but so, no, con- like. Bill Clinton is obviously in there and Prince Andrew are sweating. But we don't have the names of the other 198 people yet. What has been released is 181 pages of the flight logs and the names of everybody who travelled on the Jeffrey Epstein Express to hell. There's, yeah. To the island. To the island. So Bill Uh, Clinton isn't on that, that I could see. Bill Clinton isn't on the flight log, but there's already photographs. Yeah, but there's already photographs of Bill Clinton with Epstein and on the flight. That's right. The, and one of the victims said that they were with Bill Clinton on the island. Oh. I mean, they were on the plane, the Lolita Express. That's like, right. I was so on the fucking nose. It, are these flight logs not the Lolita Express flight logs? Yes, they are. But the documents are more than the flight logs. Oh. The documents are part of the 2015 civil lawsuit lodged by Virginia Guffrey who was one of the principal victims of the underage sex trafficking. She's now 62 and she, I think, settled for a... She settled out of court in February 2022. I remember this. For some undisclosed amount? Rumoured to be 12 million that was paid by the royals to cover up Prince Andrew's shit. Was she the woman who was photographed with Prince Andrew? Yes. There's a load of Andrew Andy references on those flight logs I was looking at just before we arrived. And some speculation that that could be Prince Andrew. I mean, presumably was. definitely is, isn't it? I mean, we don't need any more confirmation that Prince Andrew was involved. Like, from the documents, is there a suggestion that there will be more charges brought? It's hard to say. Now, what they've said is that Bill Clinton is Doe, is what they're all called John Doe's and Jane Doe's, and mm. that Bill Clinton is Doe 36, and he's mentioned in more than 50 of the documents, but they say there's no indication that he did any wrongdoing, okay. just that he was there, there and aware. 
Yeah, well, surely there and aware is enough sort of not to like. Well, for the president of the United States of America to be there and aware, I think is a really bad, um, really bad thing. Oh, it's very dark. This will be interesting. A few more um, people, I'm sure, will disappear. Yeah. In mysterious circumstances. What an absolute chit show. Do you think Ghislaine Maxwell Ghislaine is there in a prison cell like? Laughing. Yeah. Do you think so? I'm, I don't know. Do you think she's like, yeah, bring it on? Or could it lend, land her in more shit? Well, like she's already in prison. So like. Yeah, she's probably befriended Morgan Freeman by now and he's narrating her life as she digs her way to freedom using just a little rock polishing axe. Just free Jelaine. Just rewatch Shawshank. I can tell. It is a masterpiece. <laughs> okay, so rumors are that things will never be the same again based on these 200 people on the list. <laughs> Interesting. Oh my god, like is there going to be like people who are just absolutely beloved? The thing is that we probably have an age bracket. Like probably no one under 50s on this list because of the timeline. I don't think it's going to be people who are beloved but I think it's going to be people in like really senior positions within like the US US government. government. Mm. Um. Because someone there was a there was a story there recently about a judge a judge's comment on it was that um, colleagues are going to be compromised. (gasps) God. It just the whole world just gets weirder and weirder. Doesn't it? I mean, yeah. Like they're always at this. Obviously, what I would like to see someone real weird on the list, like Barbara Streisand, or something, <laughs> something really out of left field. Better something spell really her name right. Yeah. True. <laughs> um. So I have a. Um, okay, wait. This is today's. Okay, I have like don't do New Year's resolutions because they're dangerous. Oh, very. Yeah. Have you guys got any New Year's resolutions? I kicked cigarettes how have you how well done two days now, this is my third second i Sat have a little bit of bad news day. for you on that one why well i'll get to it when i'm doing my so two you're on day two this is the second of chat well technically because i had a few there on the new year's ah you'd have to so that's yes correct it's day so two. went into new year's so you haven't day. what you're saying is you haven't smoked since last year that's the very thing that's i've been trying to spirit say. That's and I've spirit. been hit with a desperate cold. Oh, that that is easing your passage. So yeah. that's easing my passage. That's good. That might get you through the first bits of cravings. It definitely will. Um, what you've I'm like a month. Seven days. I'm coming up on a month, guys. Amazing. Well yeah. done. Yeah. My inspiration. And I now was the worst of all of us. I know, but you were going at it very hard. Exactly. And fast. I was the worst. But of you all were of really us. enjoying it more than all of us. I don't know. Um, I'm not trying to quit. Good for you. Okay. And I, that's good. I have good news for you then. Okay, Great. kick us off. No more New Year's resolutions? Well, you have the list of new why New Year's resolutions are dangerous. And I decided to dip my toe into the world of prohibition. Oh, oh it's as connected. No, much about it. That's very connected. It's quite connected. Right, very good. I just have um, a little bit for you on, the, on hobby tunnelling. Oh, you're one, Carla. Kayla, is Kayla. Kayla is not the first, guys. Oh fuck yeah! All right, let's see how we get on, and we may overspill into a hive. Okay, if we're lucky. So, most common New Year's resolutions. Let's roll. So I've refuted each resolution in turn. Okay. Okay. So a lot of people are talking about quitting smoking. Yeah. 
mistake. <laughs> Agree. Pray tell. Don't, Pray. don't do it. Have you continued on? Smoking? Yeah. Yeah, I have no intention of quitting. When I get pregnant, I'll quit. Like okay. all good 90s mothers, except for the odd one. That's what week. I did the first time. Yeah. Yeah, that made sense. It is good for getting you to quit. Yeah. 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 Like it would nearly be like a recommended um, Way method. Of if it wasn't for the infant. Yeah. The resulting infant. You can um, keep it. Yeah. You guys are all set up already. I'd have to get everything from scratch. Yeah, we've got all the shit already. I'm it's already in the toilet. I, it's already in the toilet, exactly. Okay, so quitting smoking. It can lead to depression. True. Obviously, because it was your one little thing that you loved. Your little bit of dopamine and now that's gone and you can't have anything nice. Mm-hmm. So it's over. All right. Okay, so quitting smoking can lead to depression. Also, there's a study that's found that quitting smoking can lead to major changes in, and this is a personal interest to you, Jen, Teeth. gut bacteria. Oh. oh. For the worst. You do love a bit of gut. Yeah. So... Quitting smoking, according to new research, leads to major changes in the intestinal bacteria. Now, just what the changes mean (laughs) will need further investigation. But basically, they definitely don't know whether it's good or bad. And that is to quote one of the researchers. It's already been established that smoking changes the microbiome. What we're adding here is that smoking cessation or cessation, how do you say that word, will continue to change the gut microbiome. Then the question is, of course, is this good or is it bad? We don't know yet, but it's very possibly bad, isn't it? It, As possible as it is that it's good. Everyone be very careful out there if you're thinking of quitting smoking. That's the kind of living history of our knowledge about the gut biome. Is it? Just that it feels like a never-ending story of information. <laughs> As a layman doing a little bit of research into fecal transplants. My God almighty. As a layman. It's a complex situation. Mm. That that whole, you're a hobbyist in the fecal transplant arena. Community. I'm yeah. just trying to cure Dan. Are you enjoying that hobby? I'm trying to cure Dan and I found a place in Slovenia that will... Do it. Give you a fecal transplant. The only place in Europe. I just feel they like that's the kind world. of thing you could definitely do at home. That's what I was trying to look up, so I was like, it "How do you do that safely?" Dry it out. I don't even think you should dry it out. Put Would it you know, on the I capsule. Think, um, do you know what? Shite. Fecal matter is sixty percent bacteria. Incredible. Yeah, that feels like definitely yeah, what that it feels is. Like something. But what about yeah. all the, the actual <laughs> matter itself, like pulp? That the, the most of it is bacteria. Oh. I just think that sounds mad. And Guinness. I wonder is that correct? Uh. And the, and I was like, if I dry out my own shite to put inside my husband, would that not kill an enormous quantity of that bacteria? And is there also bad bacteria in there that I could be poisoning him with accidentally further? I think you would have to really consider how it's how it's consumed. I was going to pipette it into um, gelatin capsules. With him consuming it and going to his stomach. Hmm. Is that how they do the transplant? No. Uh, You can do the transplant a few ways. Yes, there are some places that allow you to swallow. A lot of places will colonoscopy up 
a pipette of shit directly in. I think in. that's probably the safer way to do it. Probably. But like, how long is that pipette? Because like, you need to get further up than the anal canal. I'd say also, it wouldn't be one long pipette. I'd say there's like a travelling device oh that rather like than wiggles its way exactly. up and through the like 40 miles of intestine yeah. just a, a word on what it actually is for because anyone who's listening who doesn't listen to mother pod hasn't been on the fecal transplant journey i see so a lot of people might be saying oh why on earth would you be actually introducing feces into, into your the gut? husband of uh one of your or a friend mm-hmm. or a family member to re pollinate his guts with inverted commas healthy uh, bacteria my guts seem to be operating kind of I would say excellent tip top and his are really not see yours is the cigarettes like That's come back to us in a week and see how healthy your gut is <laughs> exactly well I have exactly. two children at home as well that only eat crisps maybe they'd be better than mine okay anyway right New Year's resolutions. Dangerous because they trigger feelings of failure and inadequacy. Yeah, more depression. And can lead to feelings of... Failure and, and inadequacy. This is very relatable. Hopelessness. Yeah. Low self-esteem. Yeah. Even mild depression. Yeah, all that tracks. All that tracks. Okay, so what is another common New Year's resolution? Lose weight. Now, I went, I was like... Bet you losing weight can kill you. And then you, you wouldn't, would you believe it? Would can? you believe it really fucking can? Exactly. And all those stories were way too depressing. So instead, I just looked up some diets uh, that purport to be some of the craziest, and I can say, yes, they are. So here's some diets to avoid. Stay safe this New Year's. Don't diet. It can lead to disordered eating mm. and feelings of hopelessness. Okay, so. Juice cleanse. Not ideal. Very like what it says. Just drinking six or so vegetable juices throughout the day. It's all liquid all day. My God, the pissing. I also read that if you don't, if your jaw gets out of use chewing. Mm. What? um, It stops. It sort of atrophies a bit. Because you don't lose it, use it, you lose it. Exactly. Oh dear. Awful. Not okay, ideal. here we go. Charcoal cleanse. Charcoal. Have cleanse. you heard of drinking juice containing activated charcoal? Oh yeah. No, but I've heard of charcoal activated underwear to stop your fart smelling. What? Yeah, you can get charcoal no. liners if your flatulence is upsetting those around you. Oh my god, yes. You can get charcoal liners for your underwear and it neutralizes the odors. That is bizarre. Oh I'd my say, god! I'd say you're really running the risk of thrush there now with that, though. Would you say so? Anything, I think. It does feel like you're kind of sitting bare-cunted down onto the ashes in a fire, in a cooled fire. So shreddies, how do you know that for the, certain? Because it's charcoal. Surely they've they've put There's it into be some a kind small of mesh. There's something. Okay, what about the baby Guys, food can I diet? Just please show you the image that they use to advertise. Charcoal shreddies underwear. Shreddies That's what they're called The underwear are called shreddies Is that because it's shredding odours Yeah Oh my god Oh <laughs> It's a man just A woman no laughing hysterically 
with her hands on her knees, bent over, and he is he's his nose right up her crack. Right up her crack. Yeah. They're both in underwear as well. Yeah. That seems unnecessary. And that's the that's the for the women's briefs Fabulous. gift box, which is um twenty twenty five uh, pounds. They also have pajamas, trousers, shorts, bedding, bags. Bedding. Uh bags. When you're transporting um very, very smelly things around and you don't want anyone to know about. They have something that looks like a banana and I can't figure out what that's for. And cushions. Um, to transport your smelly dick inside. The odour elimination <laughs> shoulder bag. Willy, the odour elimination bum bag. A bum bag that you wear in the reverse that captures the smells. No, they say the advertiser is the perfect solution for dog walkers. When would oh, you ever put the shit back shit. into a bag? Zip. A bag of shit. Oh. A bum bag. <laughs> you tie the bag around the dog's yeah. collar. That's Just how put we it do the bin. it. There's it, bins. Is it? Teach it a lesson. <laughs> what about a little hat for the dog that the sit- shit could sit in? Okay, what about the baby food diet, guys? <laughs> what is you that? You can eat up to 16 jars of baby oh, food a so day. So depressing. Amazing. <laughs> what about the vision diet? You can. You just eat everything while wearing blue tinted glasses. (laughs) How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. <laughs> yeah. This so, is the most depressing kind of concepts ever. This is, well, it's a list of diets. Of course, it's the most oh, depressing concepts ever. So you're, so everything is slightly blue through yeah. your glasses. So the rationale behind this is that basically red slash yellow food are the most palatable. So like meat and nice vegetables and French fries. And so this diet is supposed to make your food look less appetizing and therefore you don't eat as much. Oh, God. But bleak. It definitely I I think they haven't met me. I'd eat whatever it looked like. I would take the glasses off. Yeah. And just eat. Just eat. What about the clip your nose while you eat diet? It's a very catchy title. 
So you cover your nose so you can't smell while you eat. So you can't really taste properly so it puts you off eating. Yeah. Oh, lads. It's Bring so back grim, isn't it? Bring back So gauge. grim. Yeah. Now you can do an ice cream cleanse. Oh, I love that. You I better five... be eating it with my asshole. <laughs> because <laughs> there is so much ice cream you can eat with your mouth. You do hit a limit. That's, well, five pints. Holy A shit. day. Yeah. Five pints of ice cream oh, a day. Oh, limit. Oh, God, this ice cream. Oh, it's, oh, it's, it's, not, a, it's like a diet ice cream. No. Oh, no. God, did anyone Each accidentally... Each one more depressing than the last... Ever what about the, the ice diet? Ice, ice cream in Tesco? Did you ever no. accidentally buy that? The halo. Oh, Jesus, wet is the saddest thing ever. It's really um, misleading because if you scoop it out, it shrinks in the bowl. <laughs> what? <laughs> what do you mean it evaporates? Is that what it's called? Halo. It's just like... Let's not tarnish brands. Let's not, not tarnish brands. brands. We will never accept any spawn from a diet ice cream hell no unless it's in the four figures or in the form of an enema okay why were you about to say about accidentally purchasing it oh just that it was a sad sad state of affairs it looks like Hagendas. so if you're in a hurry stop and pay attention nothing is more depressing interesting yeah okay so what else do people do for New Year's resolutions? Get fit. Get fit. Very dangerous. New gym goers. Notoriously dangerous. Again, when I looked up uh, getting fit, uh, it was actually more depressing than <laughs> I thought it was going to be. So I don't want to talk about specific cases. But like even just sitting on a treadmill can be dangerous. Oh. <laughs> a man... <laughs> Was electrocuted to death. From sitting on a treadmill? From sitting on a treadmill. Well, well yeah. I mean, he was using it wrong. Um, there has been, t- frankly, numerous deaths. The most famous of which, I never knew this, was Sheryl Sandberg's husband. What? Do you remember this I guy? I know he died. She wrote a book about him. Yeah. And his was name that? was Dave Goldberg. What was he doing? And he was a big man in um, Survey Monkey. Oh, yeah. Back to monkeys. Oh, yeah. And didn't he die while he was on holidays in a fabulous beachfront villa in Mexico? Um, and he fell off a treadmill. He just leant into it, did he? While exercising and suffered a Guys, terrible head trauma. Best joke ever. You missed it. Well, Sorry for Cheryl. He leant. Oh, no. <laughs> Cassie might be too young for it. Didn't get it. Do you remember Cheryl Sandberg wrote a book called Lean Lean In? In. Yeah. It was in like 2014 or 2015. Jen just suggested he leaned in too much. Oh, that was funny. He's dead. He's dead. Now, I think there was probably a lot of... um, Love making in the I would say glibness around the fact that he was killed by a treadmill. Was there? Um, And so, like, afterwards, they... did try and say that actually his death was caused by an undiagnosed artery disease, oh, not a uh, death by treadmill. Oh, maybe but he had like a thing first an and then he fell. Condition. Maybe. Yes. I don't know. Killer treadmills, I'm telling you. And treadmills have an unlikely dark history. Do you know much about the history of the treadmill? Would you believe no? no. Would you believe no? Okay, so they were introduced before powered machines. 
to harness the power of animals and humans Hang on. to do work. So they were initially, treadmills were used to grind grain. Okay. okay. Oh, sorry. Right. So the grinding stone that sorry, you pour all your grain into yeah. would have been moved by monkeys on a rotating bar. Was a treadmill used so that the mon- the uh, the donkey did I say monkey or donkey you said monkey and I did think <laughs> that those enterprising monkeys are up to all sorts apologies I meant donkey so was the was was that replaced at some time by a treadmill yeah exactly and then they had a very good idea so to use it for torture how? As an actual torture device. And anyone who's ran on a treadmill <laughs> knows that it's a unique torture. Yeah. It's so boring. It is. It's, sometimes it can be fun and race the person beside you. It's. But if there's no one there. Do you know what I used to do? I just used to have phone calls with my friend where we'd have a nice long bitching session. And then one day, can you believe somebody a Karen, not our beloved creep Karen, whose birthday we just celebrated, fucking complained about me Having being on the calls. phone in on the, the gym. In the oh. Yeah, are you not allowed? She she said, what business is it of that person? They came. Somebody came over to me and said, "I'm sorry, you're disturbing the other gym <laughs> users." And the thing was, they timed it really badly. So, like the person who'd been alerted, yeah. the gym person who worked there, came over like really fast so the person who complained about me <laughs> still there. was still there <laughs> oh that was really no. obvious who complained about me but they're so boring it's yes. crazy um, but anyway in 1818 a civil engineer called William Cubitt Cubitt devised the tread wheel to uh, punish stubborn and idle convicts interesting so he developed this big cylindrical kind of device where there was like 24 spokes on like a big wheel, if you know what I mean. So picture it like a cylinder lying down on its side. Yeah. Except it was in a bit of an apparatus, so it was slightly raised up. Okay. And it had loads and loads of notches. And basically, the prisoners had to step on the notches and climb it a bit like a... Like a stairmaster. I see. Or like or a hamster treadmill. wheel. Yeah, but they were on the outside of it. Yeah. Yes, exactly. And so basically, as they... And like the prisoners would all be on it at once. Like you could have 20 lads just Going stepping nowhere, nowhere forever. It was just... To grind like the grain. It was just grueling. They'd be at it for eight hour shifts. And they could be um, often led to illness and injury. Because, and rock hard glutes, obviously. Um, And uh, yeah, it was, it was big for a while in the prison system um, because obviously it was so boring and backbreaking. But isn't that interesting? And now people are there voluntarily just, just exercising. to go. So paying to go. Good money. Anyway, I've, I'm sorry, I've delighted us long enough. Well, thank you for your list of things. And it's fascinating. Hello. Hi. 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 Nice to see you. Nice, nice to see, see you too. <laughs> Hi. Are you all in? Big hellos. Just for a quick look. Okay. Will we see you later? Guys, yeah. down, please. 
We're recording the podcast. Good idea. Okay. That's a great Enjoy. idea. Are you guys the weather forecast? The weather forecast. We were doing the weather. Yes. We are. Go on, out. Tis out. Giving Jen an edit job there. Sorry. Do you want me to clap? Give it a little. Got it there. Gracias for that. Best not try anything at all. Yeah. Um, would you like to hear a little bit about prohibition? Absolutely. Isn't it so mad that it even came into being? So anyway, it's the 18th Amendment, or it was, to the US Constitution. And it came into effect from, at 1920, and it lasted till 1930. 13 years. God, how did they get it over Isn't the line? It what so, an unpopular oh, amendment. Like, the reality with prohibition was there was never any actual lack of alcohol yeah exactly yeah just so unregulated just like alcohol exactly yeah. you know you, yes so the whole purpose of it the setting like the government's was. really missing a trick with drugs like oh, if you yeah. just like legalized it got it all above board they could tax the R side of it yeah no, like it's cigarettes clear. especially the fun ones like shrooms yeah Sweet. like wildly stupid isn't it isn't the it? chemical ones that you know I know but if you're picking something out of the ground that grows in a garden you own and you're told now that's illegal that feels bizarre and it's wrong so we should do it anyway however in prohibition times they decided it was to cure the entire American society of everything that had befallen them. Debauchery, drinkery, gambling, all the bad stuff. Uh, except it didn't work at all. And for most people, prohibition was a time of great merriment. Of even more mm. fun. Of amazing sp- gambling and corruption. Uh, so who was the man who came up with it? The dry boss, they called him. Wayne Wheeler. What a loser. A fucking loser, guys. Born somewhere, who cares, in 1869. <laughs> and one day, a drunken farmhand accidentally stabbed him in the leg with a pitchfork. And so began his lifetime. His crusade against drunkenness. Drunkenness. Oh my God, that is just, he took that to such a weird place. Yeah, he did. Yeah. yeah. So in like, 18, why couldn't he have there. turned his aggression on pitchforks? I, exactly so. Let's, let's look at safety on the farm. Yeah. Let's lean into that and those policies. So at age 26, he was offered a full-time gig at the Anti-Saloon League, just like the worst club ever. And he quickly became admired for his politics. So the anti-saloon league didn't kind of stray at all from its main objective. The abolition of alcohol from American life. They took that very seriously. They worked extensively through churches and they supported or opposed government candidates based on whether they were pro or anti pro Oh my God, nerds. And then Wheeler became known as the big dry boss. Oh, I mean, dry shy, no crack called a sack. And so, I'm an alcoholic. Exactly. And if even you can agree, if even I can mm-hmm. agree. Do you know what also the big dry boss opposed, which is very strange? Oh, dancing. Fun. Well, yes, but even weirder, he really had a thing against soap. <laughs> what? Yeah. So he opposed the use of soap. And other sort of 
kind of harmlessy subs- substances. So uh, he also, do you know, okay, so there's dentured alcohol. Do you know what that is? No, I don't. Dentured is, alcohol. Is it something to do with dentures? I don't think so. Is it to do with because alcohol. at the time alcohol was used as a preservative and was used at you I know. think it's for like yeah it's a uh, go on Denisher's alcohol is um is ethanol that has additives to make it poisonous bad tasting foul smelling exactly. or nauseating to discourage its recreational consumption and we know that during times of prohibition they begun to poison add poisons into ethanol which was used in kind of various kind of uh, industries medical I suppose and, as well. for the me- and for medical in to stop people drinking it so Wheeler said here that the person who drinks this industrial alcohol is a deliberate suicide so that was another kind of evil thing that he did he also appointed these people called prohibition agents and they were sort of the, the drinks the fucking the prefects fun, the literal fun police the yeah. prefects but one major prefect problem, in school class you Obviously. have the height for it. Obviously. Oh. I was such a fucking loser. Was I a born again Christian? You were. A prefect. You yeah, were. I was. <laughs> did I keep law and order in the school? Yes, I did. You would have been an excellent prohibition agent. No, I would. That's where I'd fall down now. Well, I think you might have fallen down in heavily. And this fuck up that they made when kind of appointing these people was to pay them absolutely awfully. They were the lowest paid people working for the government. Lower Um, than anybody else. Fuck. And so, as you can imagine, the underpaid agents took a shitload of bribes. They needed a side hustle. Absolutely. A load of bootleggers stuffing their kind of pockets full of gold. And some of them moonlighted as chauffeurs, kind of moving booze around the place. And as a result, more than one, so 10% of the agents were dismissed then from the Prohibition Bureau. So you know what bootleggers are? I was about to say, I want to look up the entomology. Do you know what it is? Uh, I don't have the entomology of bootleggers, but they are people who kind of were selling booze at the oh, time. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I wonder why they're, they're called do you bootleggers? Have bootleggers. Isn't that interesting? So bootleggers, interestingly, It's just the practice of concealing bottles in their boots. Ah, ah. So interesting Very that good. we're on the boots thing because they also did a thing where they were <clears throat> wore cow shoes. So they took hooves from cows, presumably the mortuary, mm-hmm. cut them off and attached them to their leather shoes. Oh, look oh. at that. So, That's like a creepy tap dance shoe. <laughs> it's like Ed Gein's tap dancing shoes. It actually is. It was used to cover up footprints in the woods where they would bury all their moonshine. So ah. they would only leave cow prints behind. So you know, was, that's pretty clever. It's pretty good, isn't it? A strip yeah. of metal tacked with a wooden block that was carved either to a carved to resemble a cow's hoof or a physical hoof itself. Strapped onto the human foot and it left this kind of cow-like print behind. Isn't that genius? That's genius. Very clever. So there was this other kind of uh, oversight that old, the old dry bo- boss had to kind of dry contend with it which was the sacramental wine. So the priests were like, look, you can take off the common man. 
But we are different. But the Bible says we gotta have one. Oh mm. yeah. yeah. So yeah. you're not priests always it. think they're fucking exempt. So this act was uh, created, the Volstead Act, and that was passed the year before prohibition began, and that granted federal agents permission to investigate, prosecute anyone who violated uh, prohibition laws. But the wines used for sacramental purposes were exempt, clearly. So that meant the limited amount of wine could be made at home in wineries. So the priests and the churches would be at that a fair amount. And to acquire that sacramental wine, some people, many people, posed off as sucked off priests, naturally, yeah. mm. and were posing as priests and rabbis through the US. So in 1925, a study found that the demand for sacramental wine in the US increased by 3 million litres in what? a two-year period. <laughs> it's that fucking gas. So That's obviously free. there was loads of vintners at the time before Prohibition that were like, holy fuck, they've outlawed yeah. our whole business. Mm-hmm. It's like the vape shops That's now. Shit. They're like, we need to pivot. What Why are the vape do? shops not selling vapes anymore? They're making disposable vapes illegal. Yeah. Are they? Very what soon. are they going to do? So, Is that for environmental reasons? Yeah. Yeah. Which I, su- which I do support. So the vintners were like, yeah. look, we've got to come up with something. And they came up with something fairly ingenious. So they weren't allowed to make wine anymore. But the vintners started producing these things called wine bricks. So they were these bricks of concentrated grape juice, right? Target market home brewers. Uh, you can dissolve this, the bricks of dried juice in the privacy of your own home. Since the grape juice was not illegal under prohibition laws, the wine bricks were fairly bloody ingenious and really worked. And the law could do nothing about them because the bricks came with a warning. Mm. They were for non-alcoholic consumption only. Wait for this. And the packaging for the wine bricks contained a note explaining how to dissolve the concentrate in four litres of water with the instructions helpfully warning the consumer not to leave the jug in a cooled cupboard for 21 days or it would turn into wine. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that genius? That is brilliant. And they also included a few flavours. So they had burgundy or claret, you know, all the accidental wine flavours. Also, the beer companies were absolutely screwed. So in 1921, group of brewers... Uh, and al- avid alcohol consumers did their very best to convince the US Congress that beer uh, was vital medicine. Um, oh, yeah. So it was coined the beer emergency and was understood by supporters and opponents to be a referendum on prohibition itself, a real challenge. So the advocates of beer pointed out its relaxing qualities. Of course. There was a nutritional value to beer as well. Yes. They, Is it? They, yes, necessary for the microbiome. So one writer even suggested beer was so full of vitamins that it actually saved the British race from extinction during the plague years. That is not untrue. Ah. So you'll remember during those years how polluted and disgusting all of the water was. And it was before the time when we kind of understood the process of boiling. Mm. It was a pre kind of bacterial knowledge time. Mm. But what we did have back then, since the dawning of time, were beer and wine. And beer used to be drunk as a kind of water substitute and was given to children. And, was, and during that fermentation period, it became kind of safe to drink. So that was, so he's, that guy kind of has a point that it did save many people as kind of a safe-ish 
um, kind of water-like substance Uh, that wasn't poison. So that very much annoyed the advocates and the general attorney. And it didn't kind of do any good. But a few months after, uh, Congress took up uh, something called a beer emergency bill. And it banned all beer completely. So it had the incredible reverse. So they just fucked off the American government. And they were like, you know what? You'll not have any beer whatsoever. Oh, Um, no. So some of the the prohibition admin administrators obviously did not adhere to the law themselves. This guy, Colonel Ned Green, who was an administrator of San Francisco, was fired after he was jobbed in. That all the beer and wine he was confiscating was being served at his family's home for Friday night parties. <laughs> Cheap parties. Absolutely. So prohibition officials also helped bootleggers uh, to withdraw whiskey from bonded warehouses. So two br- prohibition administrators accused of issuing withdrawal penalties for one million dollars. That's in 1922. Oh, my God. Uh, of booze in just one day. Ooh. Jesus. So it was definitely worth their while. I mean, I'm sure those administrators were paid a hefty, uh, a hefty amount from mm. the bootleggers to, Because the bonded warehouses were, of course, where they'd taken all the booze uh, and locked it away. Of course. So all of the booze and booze all of the wine. stores had to go somewhere. Yeah. So they had this huge quantities of stored booze and isn't that something absolutely fascinating there's all this other shit about like the beer company so during world war one the country was moving to further and further into complete alcohol ban they poisoned the ethanols everyone was under the table the beer had they the, the guys trying to make beer legal again had fucked up royally and um, but there were still people and companies there who had made beer for years and they were like, they could only produce beer that did not exceed alcohol content of 2.75%. Mm. And they called it near beer. Ha! Uh, ha! Isn't that so cute? I think some of those things are genius. The near beer and those wine bricks. Like, oh, should yeah. bring out a wine, wine brick now. Okay. There's a lot of fermenters about the place. You know what? I'm surprised they don't sell them in D8. Oh, that's exactly true. It could yeah. be a nice little kind of cottage industry. Um... Oh, also, just a, just a final one to send us off. This is really interesting. So children's menus, you know, when you go into a restaurant and you get a kid's menu, yeah. mm. originated during Prohibition. Right. So at the time, like, no kids were going into restaurants pre-Prohibition. It just wasn't a done thing at all. Yeah. So, you know, you'd have to be very, very well off or a guest at a hotel to be in a restaurant as a child in the early, you know, 90 or 20th century. So restaurants then during the time of prohibition were like this fucking blows yeah. all of our money that was going on wine gone. And people were like not coming into restaurants. So in order to lure them in, they invented this idea of a child's menu. Like the family must come. That is two ends of the spectrum. Imagine going out for nice food and a bit of wine with your friends. And the next time you go out, there's just a bunch of Kids. fucking children. <laughs> I know. So 1921, the Waldorf Astoria. What do you call that place? Waldorf, Waldorf. Astoria. New York became the first place to Great produce salad. a, yes, a salad named after them. Yeah. Uh, a children's menu. And other restaurants followed suit. So interesting, isn't it? Wait, one last one. Uh, so the booze cruise. Did you know where this originated from? Of course, prohibition. Because oh, ah. they had to get off the land. So you could legally everything's legal at sea. Waters. Yeah, guys. So so you could legally drink out alcohol outside of the five k 
territorial limit of the US, United States. And then booze cruises, or they call them cruises to nowhere, uh, became very popular. And they would get on. Cruises to nowhere, so sinister. Yeah, head on these liners, famous liners. And uh, some were kind of weekend cruises just into the Atlantic and back again. (laughs) Amazing. Some of them would stop at Nova Scotia, Bermuda. um, And everyone was having a rare old time on the booze cruise. And that is just a whistle stop tour of prohibition. So what what we have learned on this episode is to don't bother. Don't bother. Just really just don't. Do less. like. Do, do you know less. what? Just don't do it this time of year. If you want to do yeah, something, you want to I make agree. a change, do that consistently throughout the year when you feel like it. Stop putting pressure on yourselves. None of this. None nah. of this. None of this. Careful now. And a happy new year to each and every one of you. Yes. We love you. And we love you dearly. For the hive, before you go, oh yes. have we got a little nugget of tit bittery um, a little teaser. A tiny little tiddly widdly. I have a very dangerous fishing trip that <gasps> ended Ooh. in a shocking twist. I have a very also water based, yes, um, natural disaster. Mm-hmm. The anniversary of which has just passed. Oh. Oh, I know where you're going. And what an interesting time because hasn't there been an incredible event in Japan only two days ago? Shit, no, I didn't know. Well, we they had a tsunami. Yeah, well, (gasps) they had a humongous 7.6 earthquake and huge tsunami warning. So yes, they have had tsunamis. Shit. But, um... So yes, I am obviously going to talk about the 2004 uh, Indian Ocean earthquake and tsunami fucking amazing great timing sometimes people call it the boxing day tsunami i think that's kind of offensive is boxing day stevens day so stevens yeah. day yeah. Um, yeah sorry jen it's stevens's day stevens stevens stevens's so it's steve saint stevens yeah but it's stevens's day Everyone knows you have to say Stevens. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm wrong. And thank you. We'll see you there. Uh, don't forget to check us out, please. Do. And support us. Yeah. What a laugh. What a laugh it would be. What a great what a resolution laugh. it might be. <laughs> oh, we fucked it now. Not we told a them dangerous not to. one. It's the only one you're allowed to do. All right. Bye. Bye. Love, wellness. Bye-bye. <laughs> Love and Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com.
Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Summer's just around the corner, so give your body the care it deserves with Osea's best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Created by infusing Andaria seaweed in barrels of botanical oils, it leaves skin silky soft and glowing. Plus, it's clinically proven to improve elasticity and deeply moisturize without feeling greasy. It's safe, clean, vegan skincare. Get 10% off your first order at oseamalibu.com with code GLOW, plus free shipping on orders over $60.